Yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't, you know, it's, it's not going to work. Right. But he was showing me like this, oh, I'm not trying. You're listening to Real Estate Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Sarah Hilton, and this is your weekly live coffee date with the who's who from every corner of the real estate industry. Every week, we're spotlighting stories that inspire and tips that empower. So whether you're new to the game or are a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone. Now grab your mug and let's get into it. I got my coffee. All right. Well, welcome back to Real Estate Coffee Talk. We are back after what was probably a three-week hiatus over the holidays. So super excited to be back live talking to some of the really interesting people in real estate around the nation. And today we have a superstar. Um, Moshi, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Welcome all. Good morning. Um, So tell us a little bit kind of about you. Uh, who you are as a person and how you got started in real estate. Okay, this is a little bit interesting. So, good. 35, 35 birthday coming up soon, oh, very wow. soon, January. And uh, I kind of hate hate this part because I feel I started late. Yeah. But I never, like growing up, I never thought I'll be in this position where I am now. Right. But uh, I guess things led to things. I big part of it was that coming from Brooklyn, I don't know if you're familiar, yes. but Brooklyn yes. is like with city life and prices went up, 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 up. And yeah. when it came to time for me to buy, Brooklyn wasn't an affordable option, so we chose New Jersey. And kind of that's when it started. Like I had friends telling me, wow, you live in the area, you have an opportunity. And I'm like, no, that's not me. But one friend, another friend, another friend, I, it got to me. I took the class. We had passed the test. It wasn't easy. I don't know what I will tell you, but no, here in New Jersey, at least, it was not an easy test. Yeah. The, the school test was okay. The state test was horrible. Great. But I passed it and uh, jumped into it. And uh, here I am. So how, how long have you been doing so this is my third year. Okay, third year. Okay. So I don't think you're getting started late at all. I mean, in general, most people, this is their second career. So, I mean, I think, you know. What, what I wish I wish I started. I wish I started in the 20s. Right. Well, what were you doing previously? It was more, well, it's more like for a nonprofit organization, like, uh, Something total, Completely. total not uh, related. Me too. I was at, I actually worked for a nonprofit um, in New York to Manhattan for 15 years, and then mm-hmm. it, and it was a religious nonprofit, so very different <laughs> than real estate. But hey, it's cool to kind of find ourselves here. So I love that. Um, all right, so. Um, in three years, how has it gone for you? Like, do you feel you kind of came in right during the craziness of COVID, right? So- uh, yes, I got in and it was, 
I can't say it wasn't easy. I will not lie. I will not yeah. say it was easy. I mean, their agents have started together with me and they just did two deals the yeah. first year. So I'm not going to lie saying, oh, it just came to me. No, I worked yeah. hard. But uh, it was, the market was different. The market then was much easier, much different than it is now. Right. And if I, if I, if I may yeah. say the last half year was horrible. Yeah. It was like kind of dead or, I mean, things still happen, but comparing to what was before, it was horrible. And yeah. I feel that it's, things are starting to lighten up a little bit and I feel 24 will be a good year. Yeah, that's yeah. even in North Carolina, that's how it seems so far. It was pretty dead. I, I think the first half of 2023 was actually the most dead. And then it picked up a little bit. But um, 2024 is good. So hopefully you have a good 2024 as well. Um, all right. So, so far in your journey, should we say? What's the number one, either a way you found success or maybe like a niche or a specialty? Like what's been the number one way you've gotten business? Okay, so what I usually, when I come live online, I like to share stuff that can help everyone, right? So it's a little bit difficult to speak about my personal, because what worked for me, not necessarily work for everyone else. Right. But maybe I will share and everyone should take what they can take in their situation. So I'm coming from Brooklyn. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, so I grew up in Yeah. You grew up in Okay, yeah, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so in Brooklyn, where my community lives, there's a lot of people that are invested in Newark and New Jersey, a lot of investors, smaller, bigger. So when I started, I figured... I'll try to target my community in Brooklyn, those people that own in Newark, New Jersey, so to say, and they're now at the point where they want to sell. So I do heavy advertising. Okay. Nothing comes easy. Yeah. Don't feel community. Oh, you're lucky. You have community. No, no. No. It's heavy advertising, and I still have heavy advertising. Yeah. And so that's, that I could say is where most of my business came. I mean, it took time till you build your name and right. I was very thankful because my first listing, so it was funny when, even before I started, before I got my license, I had already a friend. We wanted to put an offer on a house. Yeah. I told her I got to wait a week till I get my license. <laughs> exactly. And that that house that was my first my first uh, experience. I we put an offer was uh, it took two months to turn the review back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Finally, a day after we got the contract, my friend called me up. I decided get me out of this. Oh no! <laughs> so it, it was before the deposit. Yeah, we just left, and oh. of course the other agent was pissed. And yeah. I totally, I totally get it. And if you listen, yeah. I apologize. It wasn't me, it was the client. <laughs> but uh, this was my first experience. Yeah. And then I had a cousin that I'm very grateful for. And yeah. this, I hope everyone, you have a cousin starting business, support them. Because you never know. It's not just this transaction. 
from this transaction, he gave me his first listing. I mean, my first listing. Yeah. And from that, it's just snowballs. Right? Sometimes all you need is just like a shot, right? I mean, a chance, mm -hmm. you know? So that's good. And it's, it's, although it's not ideal, I'm sure, for your first deal to kind of blow up like that, it's kind of good because it, it teaches you what the industry is all about. Like, like you said, no. Right. Especially, um, especially the last half year, so many yeah. deals just like for no reason. Blow up, yeah. No, like no motivation. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Well, so they they have more options, I think, now, so they can pull out. And I always think it's wild. So the way real estate, and I'm not, I'm not super familiar with how New Jersey works it, but the way New York, I know, works it mm -hmm. compared to North Carolina is wild. So in in North Carolina, as soon as you make an offer, the seller accepts, you're under contract and the buyer has to pay a fee. So you have your earnest money deposit, but you also have to have a due diligence fee and that goes to the seller in cash and pays them to take it off the market for you to be able to conduct your inspections and appraisals, right? So it, it typically it's about, it's negotiable, but it's about half of 1%, let's just say. But of course, when the market was- Please, please, At least there's already money involved. Um, yeah, so- So exactly. So speaking of your situation here, right? So there's pros and cons, but so it stinks for the buyer because you're putting money up front you know, and then then you just have to hope it works out with the inspection and appraisal because if you pull out, you're allowed to yeah, get yeah. the contract, but you lose that that money that you put down. And during COVID, it was these fees were on a four hundred thousand house, two hundred thousand house. They were upwards of twenty thousand dollars. We saw it was crazy, but you know. But then on the flip side, in New York, you know, for sellers, I guess it sucks because they go through all this before the inspections, even getting the contract, right? No, but also in New Jersey, you get yeah. the contract, then you oh, do inspections. Oh, I think New York, New York is like what you're saying with that. In New Jersey, yeah, it's a backwards. New Jersey, you get into contract. Yeah. And then, and then you do inspection. Oh, gotcha. So usually, usually you will put down the deposit, but usually the deposit is if, if, if they want to pull out from, because inspection or whatever, usually get back the deposit. Yeah, which makes sense to me. It, you know, for the inspection, I get it because you should be able to go see the house. Your realtor shall at least be able to advise you on most of the stuff. But appraisals are such a subjective thing that I hate that the consumer's money is tied to someone's opinion. But anyway, that's a whole nother thing. Okay. So speaking of advertising, this is, you know, kind of really what I wanted to get into with you. But um, we kind of connected on Instagram because I post a lot of videos about Realtors getting on video, and I noticed a couple of times you had commented if if I can, anyone could, right? So that made me curious. So I went to go look at your profile, and um, and yeah, you're get you're doing it. You're getting on live, and you're talking about the stuff, and I I love it because you don't have the, you know, you, you show that agents don't need the professional studio and the captions, all these things that agents get hung up on. So in the what made you start getting on? Okay, so this is a very important thing for every new agent to, to hear. 
So I started real estate day one. I started with coaching. I did Tom Ferry coaching. Oh, yeah. Day one. Yeah. And I don't know if you know, I mean, I'm sure you heard about Tom Ferry coaching, but I don't know. If, I'm so not, they, I've never been coached, but I've heard great things about it. Yes. So, so they are very strong about video. Yeah. Very strong. But I, it's not my type to get up on camera and speak. Yeah. It's not me. Yeah. I never felt like this is something I can do. And uh, but kind of after a year, two years, I'm not sure, I switched the coach in the middle and it was basically the new coach. So I, first of all, I'm Hasidic. Mm -hmm. I look different. I have an accent. Yeah. English is not my first language. Yeah. I was like, I can't. I can't, uh, I can't, you know, it's, it's not going to work. Right. But he was showing me like this, oh, I'm not trying to, no, <laughs> he was no, showing no. me like the Ukrainian, yeah. was a heavy accent making yeah. video. Like he was showing me there are other people with heavy, heavy accents and they also come up a video and just doing it. Yeah. And I was like, what am I going to speak? What am I going to speak? So you tell me, look what others are doing and copy paste. I they, and by the time Ferry ecosystem, they have a word for it. I, I forgot how it's called. Like basically rip, repeat something. They have a they have a, like a name. Like, yeah, they got copy what, what others are doing and put your own touch on it, kind of. Yes, I mean, yeah. don't just copy paste that doesn't yeah. But ideas and and, and and he was trying kind of getting me. Getting, giving me ideas, like what to speak, and at the end, it took it took time, it took time, but I I just started doing it, and I can say by now that the eighty or be ninety percent of my content is my own creativity. Right. It, a lot of the times is is. It's if a seller will piss me off in the middle of the week or a buyer or whatever, I see something in the middle of the week. Once I will speak about it Monday. Okay. Every Monday I do the I do the video. So this is also very important. If you if you commit to do videos, set a time when you will do it. So this is so this is interesting actually. So when I I spoke with my coach. At first, I thought, you know what, in my first language is Yiddish. Yeah. And in Yiddish, there's not much real estate education. I figured, you know what, I'll do in Yiddish. And Yiddish, I don't have much competition. So maybe in Yiddish, that will be successful. So my community, I'm sorry, I'm like jumping. No, no, no. It's so interesting. Keep going. Keep going. My community is, is very big on WhatsApp. That's the, oh, okay. I know the general American yeah. the, the text. Yeah. I don't know why the minority groups love WhatsApp. I don't know. <laughs> this is what I, I would ask you. I don't know why it is. But anyways, when you communicate overseas, it's so much easier. I, I, I don't know why. Yeah. But, uh, oh, that's funny. So, and so I start, I, 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 I did a video in Yiddish. Yeah. And I put up on WhatsApp and 
that was kind of a joke. Uh, it was, it was a, but I got feedback. Like people, I got feedback. Basically, I got feedback from people. Right. So I did another video, and then my coach told me like do an English too. Yeah, anyways, do the content, do an English too. Yeah. By now, I mean I could say I do. I do every week. I do the Yiddish and English. Oh, nice. Okay. And it's the same idea, just. First I do it yeah, then I, I repeat it in English. Right, right. And I can say it's so successful. Yeah. And I, I, I listen, I talk to so many agents who have they're they're not exactly you, right? They may not be Hasidic, they may not speak Yiddish, but how many people I've spoken to who they've immigrated from maybe Dominican Republic and they they're they're um are insecure about how thick that their accent is, right? Their Spanish accent. Or people that feel like, well, I'm old and nobody wants to see me on camera. So everyone has their own. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. This is something that people need to hear. I hate to see myself on camera. I yes. <laughs> I hate my face. Yes. <laughs> you and everybody. You gotta do it. Yes. You just gotta do it. Yeah, because like you, of course, everyone, I don't like the way I look on camera. I think people know, I, I think people think because I post so much video that I am not nervous about it. And that's not true. I hate the way I look on camera. I hate the way I sound on camera. You know, everyone has their own hangups. But once you see kind of like the return on investment for that, then then you're more motivated, right? So once my, my previous job, yeah. I so it was kind of I, I used to work for for a, a library and it was, it was oh, classes. Yeah. Very top speaker. Oh, so funny. I used to edit edit like the class was like an hour. I used to edit every week and make like a short four or five minute out of it. So I sometimes I used to send it to him. He should give me feedback if he likes it, if, if I got it right or not. He tells me I can't look at it. I can't, like I can't see my. I can't. I can't. And I, I'm speaking about it, like a top speaker. Yeah, uh, isn't, that, isn't that crazy? But you keep you keep doing it because it's worth it. But I think so many people they stay in that place where they're just gonna overthink it. You know, like oh, my first language is Yiddish. My first language is Spanish. I don't like the way. Like for me, I don't like the wait, wait, if you wait, if your first language is Spanish, yes, yeah. Spanish that you might have an audience for that. It, well, yes, so that's exactly the point, too. Is when you kind of hone in, like for example, for me, um, my when I was more active in real estate, my primary I, I started to kind of okay. Let me go back. I was self-conscious because I live now in the South. It's a whole different culture than up in New York. And mm -hmm. I felt kind of like the odd bird. I'm like, no one's going to buy a house from me because I am not one of these Southern, you know, bells and, you know, but what I did was I ended up, I had a, a this was before COVID. I had a Facebook show called Real Estate Talk and it was spelled, you know, W like in New Yorker, and uh, it attracted so many people, not everybody, just like the was in Yiddish won't attract everybody, but the people who it did attract, it was such a strong attraction because they already have somebody in common with you, right? So the, the trust is there, they're more likely to trust you than to trust mm -hmm. 
you know, if you're, you're speaking your native language. So um, I actually think honing in on a community or, or niche with your videos makes them that much stronger. Have you found that? So what I have found is actually that, I mean, Yiddish, yes, it's successful in my community. And I hear back, I hear back, like, yeah. I follow the English too. Yeah, yeah. My English videos are successful. See? I hear back from clients, I hear back from other realtors. Yeah. Do you, so, uh, have you tried getting, or I don't even know if this is what your videos target, but have you been able to get like referrals? Because I know sometimes when agents follow other agents on Instagram, now you're the first person they think. So it's very know. hard to really know on yeah. paper. Oh, like, that's true. Oh, this deal became because I did this video. It's very hard. Yeah. But, but in the big picture, it helped, yes. Your business has a case. Okay, I love that. So, so you know, speaking of those hangups, I know when we kind of went through the questions beforehand or, or when you filled out the guest form, I know you described yourself as naturally more of an introvert, right? Yes. So, um, people don't believe me. Yeah, no. Well, it's funny because people, I think people think, oh, because I'm an introvert, you know, I can't get on video. When the truth is, I speak to just as many extroverts. I, I am on the crazy side of extrovert, right? And I'm still scared of video, right? So I think extroverts and introverts alike are equally as scared. But speaking from an introvert perspective, I guess, what was, once you got it in your mind to do it, kind of what do you think was the hardest part of just getting it out? Like, how did you will yourself to just do it? Just start. Yeah. No one is standing above you with a gun. Yeah. And they're going to shoot you once you did the video. Yeah. You feel so good when you do it. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I you have a phone, you have a phone, right? Yeah. You have a phone. Yeah. It's you free. It's free marketing. This is the this is the the we live in such a great time now. Right. Like, Social media and general technology. Yeah. Like 20 years ago, all this wasn't around. I know. And and, today and we have so many tools. I mean, yeah. don't 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 forget about this whole MLS system that we have now. Right. I'm speaking to all the agents how it used to be. Yeah, it wasn't no. So easy as we have. I've heard them tell the stories of the MLS book and, and driving with a map and oh my gosh. So I, I was once at a at an agent uh, Ruth Brewster. She yeah. is in the nineties. Mm -hmm. so I was in the office once. She showed me like it used to be like I don't know how it's called, but like like films. Do you remember? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like the when you used to have to go develop your pictures. <laughs> yes, it used to have like. A, so all the, the information on the MLS was like on such uh, cards. Oh, and there was a special machine where you put that underneath and you can see on the screen. So Oh my gosh. That used to be. Wild. So this is how they used to be able to contain so many information in just a small box. Because all was cards. Oh. We needed to see it properly. You needed to take that out, put it under and read it, and put it back. That's crazy. I didn't even know about that. I mean, 
I remember, you know, this is probably years ago. Yes. I mean, but I'm, I'm in my forties. So, I mean, I remember we in, in, in New York, well, you know, apartment life, we moved around a lot. And I mean, I always remember circling in the, we lived in a part of Queens called Ridgewood that you're probably familiar with. It's right on the, the border of Brooklyn and Queens. We used to um, circles in the Ridgewood times, like the apartments that we thought were good. And then we would go to the real estate office. She would take us around with a bunch of papers. And it it, it seems like there's so much more work involved than, than there is now. And what I always think about is for a beginner agent back then, you probably needed like a good amount of money to really like get some wind in your sales because there's no free advertising or whatever back then. But with now it's social media, it's like your phone, you're already paying your bill. This is literally all you need, right? You have an interesting job. We're doing something different every day. And I know it sounds um, crazy to say just do it. And that's the biggest tip, but that's really you really hit the nail on the head with that. Somehow some people are like, oh, I can't do like, Yeah. You, I, I always tell people. But I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I'll admit. I don't know if without coaching if I will be here. Yeah. It took me, I know it took me a lot of effort, but I'm glad that I broke that barrier and now it's every Monday. Yes. And then, and then your only regret is probably not starting sooner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's and 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 I want to add, like you've seen my videos. Yeah. It's very unprofessional. I have a friend, big artist. Yeah. He started telling me, "Oh, the angle." I like. I have no idea about video recording. Like, yeah. yeah. Start telling me the angles can be better, and but then it tells me, you know what? As long as you do it. Yes. He's yeah. the big artist and has a problem doing video, so. And, because when you want to be perfect professional, yeah, that's holding you back. Now, if you can do it and do it professional, of course that's better. Yeah. But if but, but done is do, better than perfect, right? It's exactly, just yeah. Exactly. And, and I think this is correct me if I'm wrong. I, I mean, you've seen my my videos. So I think I have created a kind of a of a uh, niche or yeah. or. Uh, I don't know what that would be. No, a kind of model, a kind of my way, how I do it. Yeah, like all your all your videos have like a certain like flavor. They're all, you know, so for example, there's this guy. I forgot his name. All his real estate videos are him on his porch, drinking coffee, and then he just does the text something funny in the text where about real estate, and that's that's it. Right. So a lot of yours, I noticed you either have a tripod, you're holding your hand, or you're just kind of like talking to the camera. But, so I try to keep it short. Yeah. Try yep. to keep it short. And it's all, it's done. So I, I do it actually. I don't, I don't know if you notice. So I do the, the, the Yiddish ones I do in my backyard, the English oh. ones I do because I want them to, be, to look different. Different. The, yeah. The English ones I do like between the two houses. Yeah, that's that's the one. Those are ones I've noticed. But but that, I love that because then if someone is familiar with your Yiddish videos and they'd prefer to watch it in Yiddish, now it's it's not even like they have to go look for it. After a while, right, your brain just tells you look for the ones in his backyard, and it's just right. 
that brand awareness is really good. So, oh my gosh, I actually love that. Okay. So um, let's talk. I mean, well, we pretty much talk about everything with video, but I want to know a little bit more about you as we close out. But as I know you're a self-professed workaholic, uh, what things do you enjoy doing when you're not working? Okay, so I saw the question. I, I, yeah. I was thinking, I, I was like, I work all, I, I have a family to feed, so I work a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would, I don't know if that's something that I enjoy doing, but I would say Shabbat. Okay, yeah. That's, that's, I can't see how you can survive without Shabbat. Like okay. Shabbat, for me, Shabbat, I mean, probably familiar, Shabbat is like. Yes, but explain it to everyone. So yeah. Shabbat is biblical, I'm sure you're all familiar. Yeah. The seventh day of the week, God rested, so we rest. And there's a lot of laws, but what's relevant to us is that no no phones. Um, you shut the phone, you close it, no text, no calling, nothing, nothing, no business, everything shuts down. And it's kind of like not something you choose, something like forced on you. Yeah. So, so it's so it's not like one week you're so busy so you skip on it. Not such a thing. You can be stuck in Honolulu. Shabbat comes in. You got to make it work. Oh wow! There's a lot of crazy stories where people get stuck on the highway and all of a sudden they need to find a place where to be because Shabbat comes in. They can't drive anymore. Yeah. So I think Shabbat is an amazing blessing for me when Friday evening comes in. Yeah. The week is busy, like crazy yeah. busy. A lot of stuff goes on, deals like the yeah. mind goes all directions. Yeah. Shabbat comes in and you kind of get back to yourself. Yeah. So, to, and then you have time to be with your family. So, yeah. to me, if you don't keep Shabbat yet, keep Shabbat. If you're not Jewish, just shut the choose a yeah. day yeah. that one day in the week that. You could just shut your phone. Maybe it's Sunday when it's not so busy, but fast reels or Sunday is actually busy. Yeah. But maybe maybe it's Saturday, Friday, whatever it is. Choose one day of the week. Shut your phone about 24 hours. You will see yeah. such a difference. We don't realize how much. Like today, we, we talked about the blessings of technology, but it's the same. It's also a curse. Right. Yeah. It's so much going on. Yeah. Forget yeah. about all the news and there's so much negative news that's happening now and mm -hmm. we're not in control of the news, unfortunately. Yeah. There's wars and all craziness that's in the world. Politics, wherever, economy, wherever you want to touch. It's yeah. Mess. yeah. Forget about all that. Just business-wise, because of technology, so easy to reach you. So the texts are coming in, the, the emails, the, 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 the calls. It's it's you need time to to just relax, get back to yourself, and and for me that's Shabbat, yeah. and when it's forced on you, it's even better because there's no choice. Yeah, it happens. Like, and everyone around you is doing it, but but I imagine that it must be such a gift, you know, to finally be able to settle down. Like this is nowhere near as great as Shabbat, but so. Uh, 
a few months back, my family, we went on a cruise. And on cruises, mm-hmm. the internet, you don't have yeah. your, you know, your phone. Right. Exactly. And I'm too cheap to pay for the internet. So we, and and I mean, that was actually one yes. of the best Just let me cut you off. Yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, we're relatives. We have a lot of money because we're on the business. They don't know the ugly side, right? Yeah, exactly. Finish your thoughts. Slow spring, yes. Um, no, but just what you said, I mean, that was, I imagine that that must be something so beautiful and so like something you look forward to every week because that time, even though, you know, there was other stuff going on, it was, I would say besides not having to cook for seven days, that was the best part of the cruise was just not having the constant Instagram notifications, the texts about doctor's appointments, the texts from, you know, NAR about my health, you know, just like spam, like it was just beautiful (laughs) to not be able to access, you know, to not go to sleep looking at my Instagram. Like it was so nice. And I was telling my husband there, like, we need to like find a way to like implement that, you know, once a month or what, you know, just a day without the phone. It's just, it's hard. It's hard, but I love that. So going back to what you mentioned. Yeah. I once heard from the, when I started was a guy, yeah. uh, the cute guy. He tells me his father was a broker. So what? So so what? Is, what does it mean to a broker? That you always broke. Yeah. <laughs> you made a good deal. You get some money. Yes. And then till the next deal. So this yeah. is the, one of the questions. Actually, was one of the one of the challenges of real estate. And the challenge is that it's not a nine to five job where you get paid like yeah if you don't make a deal you don't have money to eat yeah literally like yeah it's, it's make it or break it like there's no yeah there's no if if you can't constantly produce you're in big trouble right right and, 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 it's such a roller coaster too because i think and, and i mean you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I did a training a few months ago about automations in your marketing. And what mm-hmm. what happens is when you don't have a lot of that, which a lot of agents just, they don't either have the time or take the time to set that stuff up. And then what happens is you go crazy marketing yourself, right? Getting on video, doing your advertising, which is all great. Then you get your deals. And what happens is you're so busy with your deals that then you're marketing. Yes, your marketing falls, and then you. This happened to me once. Like I closed, I don't know, four or five deals in one month, and then, which was a lot. And then that um, right after those closed, I was like, oh, I don't have anything. (laughs) Yeah, a better follow up. That's very important. Follow up. Follow up. Yes. Yeah, and just you know, like you said, even about the the. You know how Shabbat. I, I know you said it's forced on you, but it's it's an important part of your identity and your week. But just as much as you and your community revere that that part of your life, the same thing needs to be applied to your business when it comes to like your legion taking time every day, one day a week to just follow up on all. Or else you're right. You're on this constant roller coaster. And it's, I mean, I don't deal with that kind of stress well. I become very angry. <laughs> so, you know, don't want to do that. <laughs> but, uh, this is on a side note. I and mean, this is on a t- 
toes sliding up. Yeah. Kept doing my. But I don't understand this. I see it all the time. First of all, the whole idea that we as agents we put up a just just solve like I think this is so cheap. Imagine yeah. the plumber every time he gets his paycheck puts up a post. I got the paycheck. I got the paycheck. <laughs> so cheap. But. <laughs> But 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 I kind of feel really weird. Yeah. When an agent puts. I don't know if you do it or not, but yeah. I don't do it yeah. when an agent puts up just to get just went into contract. Oh yeah. Like, what do you do? You put something just at the contract tomorrow. This feel this deal falls apart. How shameful is that? Over People, I know. So I would like what I tell people is, you know, fine. I get it. It's like you want to have some sub brand awareness. You want to have something to put out there. But if you're going to do any of those, you know, when you go into contract, when you when you close a property, I would prefer you jump on a video and use that for a little storytelling. And I saw that. Yes. Like, yeah, you, 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 yeah, you can. How much more memorable is it? So instead of slapping a, a under contract on a Canva poster of a house, you can come on, jump on video like you do on Mondays, and say, "Hey, you know, I just put this house under contract. You know, where fingers crossed, we still have to get through a lot." But well, they, let me add. Let me add. Yeah. Every transaction is a new story. No yes. transaction alike. You know that, right? Exactly. Yes. So every transaction you have a story to tell. You can say, "This and this happened. We almost got out of contract." Like you can get give yeah. out all the dirty secrets. Exactly. And finally, we made it. But, right, uh, and and I that to me is a better use of your time. Right, and 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 then you get over that thing of because you're right. Sometimes we put things under contract, and no one ever posts when it falls out of contract. Right, but. You, you know, you can get on video and be like, hey, yes, we're under contract. You know, we it was a multiple offers. We had to we had to do this, this. They've been looking for a while, you know, but by no means does this mean it's over or that we're, you know, we have a lot to go. We have inspections. Yeah. And use that. That, I think, is much more powerful marking and relates to people so much more okay. than under contract, you know, because no one cares except for your buyer and the seller or or your seller and the buyer, you know. So, so I believe, I believe um, I, although I, I, I laughed, but we yeah. need to show that things are happening. Yeah. But you're right. It's much better when you make a story out of it. It's right. Right. Because there is the, not to be a, a nerd, but I am, but there's that, you know, there's a, a behavioral psychology, you know, talks about social proof, right? So you're right. Showing that other people are actively buying and selling in this market is important because that makes the next person be like, oh, well, if someone else is buying at 7% interest rates, you know, maybe it's not so scary. But mm -hmm. yeah, find, find a, a more interesting and memorable way to do it. It just takes some thought, just like you getting on video, how it took some, you know, kind of uh, talking yourself into it and it took some time. But uh, once you get into these habits, now I'm sure that every time you get on video, you don't like pace back and forth across the room. You just you just jump on your phone. <laughs> uh, you don't see the, the bleepers, right? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, so I don't read from a script. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, I mean, you're familiar with keeping current, current marriage, yeah. right? 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you notice my page is full of people going mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The videos is my own. My own. But, yeah. um, so they started with the real talk. Yeah. So that's, in other words, they give you a script. Right. And and it gives you the graphs in it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I do. So so I I signed up to this for one month. I see it's not working for me. Yeah. But I know I know I don't know how it works. <laughs> yes. I can literally see like that they are just reading reading it through. I, 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 oh I, yeah. I it's, just couldn't see. They just. I think they sell that. I mean, keeping current marriage has great information but a lot of that stuff they sell to agents because agents may think oh well this is finally gonna be the thing that's gonna make right. me i text an agent i texted it I, like, i'm not the, the one who, who yeah. the, the, the people who always try to give feedback and correct the world you know what i mean yeah I'm yes not the guy, but this was yeah. like so but someone i i knew yeah i, I, I sent him a text like you, you got to put more energy. <laughs> you can't just you can't just read it. It's so I, I don't have, I don't have a script and I do the videos. I don't have a script. I have an idea. Right, right. And maybe I should have a script, but I don't have a script. So I start recording, and it's not fitting in thirty. I tried to make it like thirty seconds. I know, That's especially in the Yiddish said. ones, because in, in Yiddish, I put on lots of status. Oh. So some people don't know that WhatsApp has this future status. So oh. you both need to be my contacts to, to see my status. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like stories. It stays there for 24 hours. It's an eye So <laughs> so it's uh, 30 seconds. And so I so I try to make the Yiddish Yiddish I put on yeah. WhatsApp. I met, I tried to make it to 30 seconds. So I, I started recording. I have the idea and I sang it. Sometimes like the words are not right. I get stuck. So I felt like I, I could I could like five, ten minutes till finally I'm happy and I'm like, no, yeah. I, whatever it is. Yes. That's and and you learn so much from just the stuff that you're doing. You know, I'm sure if you go back to whenever you started, you'll see you've already improved since then. And found what works for you. And, and just like you said in the beginning, what works for you isn't going to work for everyone and vice versa. But as long as you kind of put, the, you know, that work into finding what is going to work for you and your business, then, um, you know, you're ahead of the game. So I love this. I'm so thanks so much for kind of letting me connect with you on Instagram. I'm glad we connected and we're able to get you on here. Um, you can follow Mashi. Moshi. Well, you, I'm so sorry. You can follow Moshi at, um, on Instagram at Moshi Wigder, W-I-G-D-E-R. Is there any, is that kind of like the best place to follow you? I mean, that, or you could just call me and I'll help you. Oh, yes. And then, of course, his contact information should be on his Instagram. Again, touch it if you have referrals going on. And I think you work the Northern. I'm, I'm glad. I'm very happy to share advice to not just about video, whatever knowledge I have. Yeah. I don't feel like holding it all to myself will make no. me kind of yeah. better. Even sharing, I believe. I so agree. 
and coming into this business is interesting. I've seen some agents are like very trying to keep all deals for themselves and like, you know, some will even have trouble allowing other people to show the properties or make it yeah. difficult. The way I see it is that when we share, we all make money. Yes. We know each other and it's a small pool of people. So Right. When one week, we all win. That's my big, exactly. that's my big thing. So yeah, yeah, I love that. That's awesome. And then remind me what what part of New Jersey you work in? I'm North Jersey, like North North okay. heavily. Okay. But I do I do basically Essex, Union, Hudson. That's okay. basically where, where I am. You know, so I'm moving to an area close to the city, but not in the city. And uh, if yeah. it's not an area, I do. I'll find you a good agent somewhere else. That's, Perfect. Oh, well, it was so good talking to you, Moshi. I will see you on the gram and maybe I'll watch that. <laughs> Same and, here. And if pleasure. has uh, questions, what we'll do is just add them to this comment section and then I will tag um, Moshi and he can come respond to them. Perfect. So, yes. All right. Well, thank you again and I'll see you soon. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Real Estate Coffee Talk. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps. If you'd like to be featured on the show, you can get that information right in the show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another new episode. And until then, keep your dreams big and your mugs full. See you next week.